morning and welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for October 23rd, 2016. Koyo Kubose here. So very glad you joined us. I'd like to start out by saying just a few words on the Dharma of sports. Uh, this is not so much on the particular sport itself, but sport as a medium through which we, to others, um, particularly, well, <laughs> I'd probably be guilty of gender uh, distinctions too much, but guys that share you know, sports and uh, either through the activity itself or as fans, uh, but of course there are a lot of women that enjoy sports too. But this is more of a stereotype, I guess, where the guys, their their relationship is through sharing activities. And sometimes it's said that for women, the emphasis is more on, in terms of their relationship with other women, that they share feelings, okay? And that men, perhaps because of some kind of cultural conditioning, don't express their feelings directly. Um, but there's a closeness there to sharing activities, and one of these activities is sports. Uh, (laughs) What brought this up is that yesterday, the Chicago Cubs won the National League pennant. Uh, The last time they they won the pennant was uh, 1940-something. It was 71 years ago, the announcer said. Uh, and it's been over, uh, it's been exactly 108 years since they last won the World Series. Uh, and as I uh, think about sports, I have a friend who, uh, we were faculty members together in the University of North Carolina at Greensboro, and uh, in the early 70s, so, uh, and then after that, our lives uh, uh, went on different paths after I left, and he left at that department, but we kept in touch mainly through sports, because every weekend, uh, uh, we used to play sports, touch football, uh, basketball, and he, he often comments, he says, gee, to keep in touch over 40 years, even though we're separated by maybe the whole continent. Yes, he was from New York originally, and he was went on to teach at Eisenhower College in uh, upstate New York. And, and then he, after he got married, he relocated to Florida. Okay. And... Uh, <clears throat> So he was on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. But we always would call each other. This was before emails, <laughs> you know. He would call each other on the telephone before big games, whether it was college games, professional games, uh, uh, in mainly football and uh, basketball. You know. Then we would have friendly wagers. We would bet it. Okay, I'll bet you a dinner. Of course, we never paid each other. 
and we never kept track, you know. And we always, uh, maybe we'd make our picks for March Madness and college basketball, make the predictions and uh, and say, yeah, this is it. Yeah, these are going horses. Do you think so-and-so is going to be winning the championship? Are you crazy? That kind of camaraderie and so forth. And the other day I was, well, <clears throat> in the, we always exchanged emails then, and, and sometimes we didn't, you know, over the years we we might not communicate over certain events. and uh, But just recently he was saying, uh, well, when Hurricane Matthew was hitting the East Coast there, and he lives in West Palm Beach, so I just sent him a quick email and uh, uh, thinking of you and, you know, be safe and so forth. And his email back said, yeah, yeah we're hunkering down. And, you know, hey, your thoughts are powerful. And, yeah, I think about, you know, about you a lot. And I mentioned back, uh, yeah, I think of you often too. And remember certain sports moments that we shared when we played ball together. And that's true. Uh, and I remember once I was talking to another guy about uh, when we were in high school and, you know, we used to play in some recreational leagues. And I said, I was talking to this one guy and I said, yeah, there's a you know mutual friend. One time, you know, I was on a fast break and he blocked my shot. I wonder if he remembers. And the guy right away said, of course he remembers. You never forget sports moments. <laughs> And as I reflected on that, that's true. If you have some sports memories, those things last. You know, that certain moment when you either caught or didn't catch that ball. Or, uh, But when I emailed my friend that, yeah, I remember, you know, these moments and stuff. And then he replied that, you know, some people say sports is silly. Little do they know. And uh, so that's sort of the genesis for my comments this morning okay, about uh, how life and teachings can be all wrapped up in this topic, anything and everything. Right now I'm talking about sports. It could be you could look at the Dharma teachings as a participant, or as a fan, or as a basis of relationships and closeness with friends and family and, and all of this stuff. So we have to pause and think about the stuff of our lives. You know? And we say stuff, but uh, whether it's feelings, whether it's Sports, all kind of things. That's the that's the stuff of life. And sometimes we need to really step back and see. And um, as you get older, you really uh, appreciate that. Well, I want to introduce our guest to give us a Dharma glimpse this morning, Michael Shinyo. He lives in Texas, and he was part of our. LM3 group, and uh, he's been very active in our Bright Dawn 
program and is a past president of their trailblazers groups for our bright young lay ministers. And uh, let's hear what Michael Shino has to share with us today. My Dharma glimpse today is called No Time to See. I often find myself biting off more than I can chew. Each time I think I've narrowed down my priorities, something else comes along that sparks my, uh, sparks my attention. I think to myself that I have too much to do, that I need to eliminate the extras in my life. I'm tired of school. Beyond work and school, I don't have enough time for anything else. Then I come across an online class on Quaker history. And hey, there's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu class with a great schedule just minutes from my house. Again, I find myself overloaded. Now, I am working on a master's degree, taking extra classes for fun, trying to get a daily workout in, yoga, aikido, jiu-jitsu, and sometimes judo. Did I mention that my meditation has been lacking lately? How did this happen? When will I find the time to catch up on all the reading I have waiting for me? Wait a minute. Why did I sign up for the Bright Dawn Lay Ministry program in the first place? What did I learn from it? I have to say that what I was seeking was some truth. What I learned from the program is how to see the truth or reality in everyday life. Therefore, the most important lesson for me was the Dharma glimpse. When Reverend Koyo Kabose taught us about Dharma glimpses, he was the finger pointing to the moon. The Dharma glimpse is the moon. He showed us a way to see the Dharma in life's experiences. These life lessons are available to us no matter how busy we think we are. The other day I was driving down a street that I take nearly every day. I saw a unique design that was part of a fence that was off the street just a little ways. Why have I not noticed it before? I must have driven past it a hundred times. I could write a Dharma glimpse just on this alone. And just last night at work, while doing my checks, I came within a couple feet of stepping on a baby rattlesnake. I was paying attention this time, and I backed up. I had just had the thought prior to this at my last check to look out for rattlesnakes. When I received the email requesting a Dharma glimpse, my first thought was, when will I have time to do this? Well, I see now that I always have time for this. It is so simple. All we have to do is be aware. Be aware in our busyness. Be aware in all the activities that make us feel that there is no time. There is always time to see. The opportunity to give a Dharma glimpse gave me a little kickstart. I need to start carrying a notebook again and writing down these glimpses as they occur. These insights can lead to further introspection and ultimately an enlightened life. Thank you, Koya-sensei and Adrian-sensei, for pointing me in the right direction. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, Dharma Glimpse, <laughs> you know, uh, when people share their experiences, well, of course, they're human experiences as human beings, but as we can relate to these, as others share them, say, yeah, that's right. You know, we have something in common with that because, uh, uh, to some degree, in some certain aspects, 
it expresses our situation too. We multitask, we're always busy. Um, and I think certain comments kind of, I don't know what you call them, certain phrases. Uh, Mike Rosino said, as he described all the busyness and you know, he takes, <laughs> takes a lot of classes. He likes to keep learning and keep going, which is fine. But something comes up, time for that, you know. <laughs> Wait a minute, he said. Wait a minute. <laughs> and I always remember. I was, I was, I was. Uh, I went to a interfaith retreat. And out from Chicago, I went up to Minnesota for a weekend, and, and uh, that the organizer, the host, said something that that I always remember this great quote. I don't know where he got it. Maybe somebody knows the origin of this quote. He said, uh, "Don't forget what's truly important, even though you have to deal with the merely urgent." I really like that subtle humor in that quote, you know, that sometimes we forget what's truly important just because we have to always be dealing with the merely urgent. Uh, we have to say, hey, wait a minute. What what was, uh, what did I learn? In, uh, and uh, Adrian pointed out once that, uh, you know, made the observation, the true observation that when we talk about uh, Buddhist practice, that word practice as a Buddhist word, um, the bright, uh, bright dawn center is you know, Dharma glimpses is one of my major practices, if I call it that. Self-reflection, saying, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait a minute. What's going on in my life? Okay. Reflecting upon moments. These little moments. Hey, there called one yesterday. <laughs> or, hey, I'm thinking of you, man. Or, this kind of sharing, that kind of sharing. Seeing the universal life right in the midst of all these our individual lives going on huh? uh, simultaneous layers of a cake if you want to say it that way different layers and oh, uh, even though it's something beyond the particular activity and yet it depends it's, 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 that's the stuff of life okay. these little moments that's, <laughs> that's our life the kind of significance, the kind of context, the kind of perspective, uh, or the meaning these things that we that, that we give to it, the right understanding, the takkan, T-A-K-K-A-N, nice word meaning broad, wide perspective of things. Um, and to see the Dharma in daily life activities, you know, the relationship between the 
infinite and the finite, the absolute and the relative, the awareness. And we always have time to be aware, to pause, to see, to be. And uh, if we are the type that gets so busy, uh, something will happen. I will say, hey, that points points this busyness out. And you say, hey, wait a minute. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, keep going, and you have a wonderful day.